Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into Edge of Chaos, authored by the globally celebrated economist Dambisa Moyo. Published in 2018, this compelling book scrutinizes the paramount challenges facing liberal democracies across the globe today. Moyo brings to light the critical issues such as aging populations, dwindling resources, and escalating debts, highlighting how they pose significant threats to the economic stability of these nations. Furthermore, she argues that the often adopted short-term policies and tend towards protectionism are not solutions but rather exacerbations of the existing problems. Edge of Chaos is not just a critique. It proposes a radical blueprint for fostering economic growth in the 21st century. Moyo's sharp analysis and innovative ideas provide a fresh perspective on how to navigate the turbulent waters of global economics and politics. Dambisa Moyo is no stranger to the world of economics, having held prestigious positions at the World Bank and Goldman Sachs. Her insights have earned her a spot on the New York Times best-selling books list four times, alongside international acclaim as an economist and author. Recognized by the World Economic Forum as a young global leader, named one of Time's 100 most influential people, and celebrated as one of 20 remarkable visionaries by Oprah Winfrey. Moyo's expertise and visionary outlook are evident in her works, including Dead Aid, How the West Was Lost, and Winner Take All. Edge of Chaos is crafted for a diverse readership, from citizens concerned about the implications of political events like Brexit and the election of Donald Trump, to policymakers eager to reconstruct their political frameworks, and curious individuals striving to understand the intricacies of global economic systems. Join us as we explore Moyo's thought-provoking analysis and her compelling call for reform in Edge of Chaos. Edge of Chaos, Why Democracy is Failing to Deliver Economic Growth and How to Fix It. Introduction, Navigate Through Uncertainty, Strategies for Economic and Political Wellness. In times of global upheaval and overarching uncertainty, it's understandable if you find yourself pondering the future of our world order and the economy that sustains it. Whether you're neck deep in economics textbooks or find the subject slightly out of reach, having a clear roadmap through these complex issues is invaluable. Luckily, we have guidance from Dambiza Moyo, an economist with international acclaim, who offers both a diagnosis of our present challenges and viable strategies for steering the global economy and political systems toward a more stable and equitable future. Diving into the heart of our global system, we explore the ideal functioning of the world's economic mechanisms, essentially how they can and should work to benefit everyone. Yet, what we find is a landscape marked by inefficiencies and looming threats. From protectionism and a rising tide of anti-globalization sentiment to the unpredictable waves of populism, it's apparent that the current trajectory could lead to deepening fissures in the global economy and political stability. This isn't merely a dirge for a declining global order, though. Beyond diagnosing the ailments of our time, there's a proactive call to action. This guide doesn't just lay out the challenges. 
it empowers you with knowledge and steps you can take to uphold liberal democracy and foster an economic system that not only survives but thrives, safeguarding the well-being of communities worldwide. In unwrapping these insights, you'll become privy to the nuanced realities of Chinese economic growth. It's not all rosy. You'll also get a comparative perspective on America's mathematical prowess, or lack thereof, in relation to the rest of the world. Lastly, the staggering financial figures tied to the 2016 U.S. presidential election highlight the intersection of economics and politics, emphasizing the crucial nature of our participation and understanding. Thus, as we navigate these uncertain times, armed with knowledge and a willingness to engage, we can contribute to shaping a stable, inclusive, and prosperous global future. Part 1. Growth, the engine of prosperity and the pitfalls of instability. In the intricate world of economics, growth is often the headline. It's the measure that tells us if a country or a company is on the upswing or in a downturn. It's become such a central focus that it's almost synonymous with success. After all, a nation's economic stagnation often spells trouble for its political leaders, positioning growth not just as a goal, but as a necessity for maintaining vitality and public confidence. But why do we place such importance on growth? At its core, growth signifies more than just expanding numbers on a chart. It represents real improvements in people's lives. Economic growth can lead to better job opportunities, increased wages, and generally, higher standards of living. Essentially, it paves the way for progress and prosperity. Take China as a prime example of this phenomenon. Over the past four decades, China transformed itself from a struggling economy to the world's second largest powerhouse. By 2014, its purchasing power had overtaken that of the United States, showcasing not just growth, but a tangible improvement in the quality of life for hundreds of millions of Chinese citizens. This growth was synonymous with opportunity, bringing massive advancements in employment, education, and housing, and lifting an entire generation out of poverty. However, not all countries experience this trajectory of growth. Some, like Argentina, offer a cautionary tale of how political instability and short-sighted policies can derail economic progress. Once among the wealthiest nations, Argentina faced decades marred by military coups and economic mismanagement. This environment of uncertainty deterred investment in critical areas like education, stifling innovation and competitiveness. The consequences of neglecting growth and the prerequisites for stability were stark, spiraling unemployment, runaway inflation, and a sharp increase in poverty during the 1998-2002 crisis. From these contrasting examples, it's evident that growth is not just desirable, but essential. It's the lifeline that sustains economies and the foundation upon which societies build their future. Yet, achieving and maintaining growth is a complex challenge, entwining economic foresight with political stability. It reminds us that in the pursuit of prosperity, the path of growth is fraught with obstacles, but also filled with potential for transformative improvement. Part 2. The Delicate Balance, Debt, Resources and Demographics Shaping Our Economic Future Managing a nation's economy 
often resembles a tightrope walk where debt, resource allocation, and population dynamics play crucial roles in maintaining balance and ensuring growth. Interestingly, while personal debt is a cause for concern among households, national economies operate under different principles, where debt can actually become a catalyst for growth under the right conditions. Post World War II America stands as a testament to how strategic debt can fuel an era of unprecedented growth and development. Through significant investments in education, healthcare, and infrastructure, notably the interstate highway system and the GI Bill's educational and business loans for veterans, the U.S. managed to radically enhance its workforce quality and drive economic expansion. This period illustrates how debt, when used judiciously, can lay the groundwork for prosperity. However, this isn't to say that debt is inherently beneficial. The global financial crisis of 2007 demonstrated the perilous edge of excessive debt. Countries like Greece, Italy and Ireland witnessed firsthand how soaring debt levels can precipitate a downturn, with massive portions of their revenues diverted from developmental initiatives to debt servicing. This scenario underlines the critical balance between leveraging debt for growth and avoiding the abyss of financial instability. Beyond debt dynamics, the relentless growth of the global population and the consequent strain on natural resources emerge as formidable challenges to sustained economic expansion, with the world's population catapulting from 2.5 billion in 1950 to an estimated 9 billion by 2050 the pressure on finite resources is intensifying. This surge in demand against a backdrop of limited supply is set to escalate commodity prices, stoking inflation and undermining living standards across the globe. Water scarcity exemplifies this crisis. Despite the Earth's vast coverage by water, only a fraction is potable or suitable for agriculture. The escalating demand, coupled with inadequate supply, is poised to constrain food production and power generation in numerous regions, posing a direct threat to economic stability and growth. As nations navigate these complex dynamics, the interplay between debt management, resource conservation, and population control emerges as pivotal to securing a sustainable economic future. Striking the right balance among these factors is crucial not only for fostering growth, but also for averting the pitfalls that jeopardize long-term prosperity. Part 3. When Progress Challenges Prosperity, Workforce Dynamics and Automation In the fragile ecosystem of the global economy, the workforce, the very engine of growth, is becoming a paradoxical threat to stability. As odd as it may sound, the demographic shifts and technological leaps shaping our world are presenting complex challenges that could potentially undermine the economic edifice we've built over decades. The aging population is a case in point, spotlighting a demographic dilemma faced by developed nations worldwide. By the year 2050, projections by the United Nations suggest the ratio of individuals over the age of 65 will double compared to 2015 figures. This shift towards an older population not only strains healthcare and pension systems, but also dampens productivity, given the reduced proportion of working age individuals contributing to the economy. 
Japan exemplifies this predicament, where an anticipated 40% of the population will be over 65 by 2060. The implications are profound. Labor shortages, diminished productivity, and stalled economic growth. But the issue extends beyond numbers. The quality of the workforce is at stake as well. For example, in the United States, a lingering underinvestment in education has begun to erode the competencies of the emerging workforce. This erosion is mirrored in international assessments where American students lag behind in critical areas like mathematics, signaling potential declines in competitiveness and innovation capacity. Yet, it's not just demographic shifts that are reshaping the economic landscape. Technological advancement, particularly automation, is poised to redefine the nature of work itself. While automation can drive efficiency and innovation, it also threatens to displace millions of jobs, exacerbating income inequality and fostering social unrest. A striking report from the Oxford Martin School highlighted that nearly half of all jobs in the United States are vulnerable to automation, including significant portions of the transportation sector where driverless technology looms large on the horizon. As low-wage positions are most susceptible to automation, the chasm between the wealthy and the working class is expected to widen further, potentially fueling discontent and eroding trust in both economic and political institutions. Thus, as we stand on the precipice of significant demographic and technological shifts, the challenge before us is not just to harness the potential of progress, but to navigate its implications thoughtfully. Balancing innovation with inclusion, productivity with equity, we are called upon to rethink how economies can not only grow, but also sustain and enrich the fabric of society in an era of profound change. Part 4. Protectionism a global conundrum with local ramifications. In a pivotal moment for the global economy, the year 2016 marked a significant shift in the world's approach to economic policy. The United Kingdom's decision to exit the European Union, followed by the election of Donald Trump as President of the United States, signified a move away from the long-standing trend of globalization towards a more protectionist stance. This trend towards protectionism while aimed at bolstering national economies and safeguarding local industries, ironically tends to inflict harm both globally and domestically. Globally, the imposition of tariffs and quotas disrupts the free flow of trade and capital across borders, fundamentally constricting the arteries of the world economy. Domestically, the narrative unfolds in a similarly counterproductive manner. The lessons of history, particularly the 1930 Smoot-Hawley Tariff Act in the United States, offer a stark reminder of protectionism's pitfalls. Despite intentions to protect American businesses by taxing thousands of imported goods, the move triggered reciprocal tariffs from other nations. The aftermath was devastating. Rampant job losses, a significant decline in living standards, and a halving of America's GDP. Moreover, protectionist policies also inflict damage on the global south. For instance, agricultural subsidies in the European Union and the United States, designed to support local farmers, effectively undercut producers in developing countries, depriving them of crucial income needed for developmental purposes. Given that these countries represent over 80% of the global population, the implications of such policies ripple through the world economy. 
exacerbating poverty and hindering growth. Another unintended consequence of protectionism is the exacerbation of labor imbalances. The International Labor Organization highlights a paradoxical scenario of widespread youth unemployment globally alongside acute labor shortages in developed countries due to aging populations. Herein lies an opportunity for thoughtful immigration policies to bridge this gap, as exemplified by Canada and Australia's points-based systems, which assess potential migrants on their skills and competencies, providing a pragmatic approach to addressing labor market needs. In essence, the drift towards protectionism presents a multifaceted challenge that, while rooted in nationalistic aims, ultimately undermines economic stability and growth both at home and abroad. As the world grapples with these complex dynamics, the path forward requires a careful reassessment of protectionist policies in favor of more inclusive and cooperative economic strategies. Part 5. The Two-Edged Sword of State-Led Economic Growth In a world where poverty remains a stark reality for millions, the pursuit of economic stability often overshadows the quest for political liberties. This trade-off, where economic growth is prioritized over democratic ideals, finds a prominent example in China's journey towards unparalleled prosperity under the banner of an authoritarian state capitalism. China's model, characterized by a heavy emphasis on collective well-being over individual freedoms, has undoubtedly yielded impressive results. Its strategy to combat income inequality through increased investment in public services like housing and education has been transformative. The surge in secondary school attendance from 28% in 1970 to 94% today, coupled with an infrastructure boom that has seen China surpass the United States in terms of paved roadways, illustrates the tangible benefits of state-directed capital. However, the allure of such economic successes masks underlying vulnerabilities inherent to systems of extensive government intervention. While aiming to foster equitable growth, these policies can inadvertently seed future economic disruptions. The United States encountered a related predicament with the Housing for All policy initiated during the George W. Bush administration. Here, the government's direct involvement in the housing market, aimed at democratizing property ownership, inadvertently set the stage for the 2008 financial crisis. Encouraged to invest in real estate beyond their means, many Americans found themselves ensnared in unsustainable debt, illustrating the potential pitfalls of excessive state interference in economic affairs. China's state-centric economic model, while instrumental in achieving remarkable growth and lifting millions out of poverty, invites scrutiny for its long-term viability. As economies evolve, the limitations of a system heavily reliant on government intervention become increasingly apparent. Emerging economies eyeing China's path as a template for development would do well to heed the lessons from countries that have navigated the complex interplay between state control and market freedom. In navigating the road to prosperity, the balancing act between fostering economic growth and ensuring sustainable, inclusive development remains a central challenge. As history has shown, the solutions that propel nations forward in the short term may also harbor the seeds of future challenges making the quest for balanced growth ever more critical. Part 6. Fortifying Economic Stability, a Blueprint for Modern Democracies 
in an era marked by the ascent of populism and pervasive economic volatility, it has become increasingly apparent that Western democracies are at a crossroads, necessitating substantial reforms to fortify the foundations of prudent decision-making. This responsibility, to usher in a new era of stability, does not fall solely on the shoulders of elected officials. It is a collective imperative, demanding active engagement from the populace. Firstly, to anchor long-term economic prosperity, the ease with which policies can be overturned must be addressed. The current predicament, where successive administrations can swiftly nullify the legislative achievements of their predecessors, fosters an environment rife with uncertainty. This unpredictability acts as a deterrent to investment, subsequently undermining sustainable growth. A case in point is the Paris Agreement on Climate Change. Lauded upon its signing in 2015, only to be abandoned by the subsequent US administration in 2017, the antidote lies in crafting international accords akin to those under the auspices of the World Trade Organization or NATO that present a more formidable barrier against the capricious reversal of policies. Furthermore, the disproportionate influence exerted by affluent interest groups through campaign contributions must be curtailed. The staggering $2 billion raised during the 2016 US presidential election underscores a troubling trend toward a plutocracy, where political influence is predicated more on financial clout than on the collective will of the electorate. Implementing stringent limits on campaign donations is crucial to restoring the primacy of democratic principles over pecuniary interests. Lastly, addressing the remuneration disparity between the public and private sectors emerges as a vital strategy for attracting top-tier talent to public service. The notable wage gap discourages many highly qualified individuals from considering a career in the public sector, perceived as less lucrative and prestigious compared to its private counterpart. By contrast, executive compensation in the United States has seen meteoric rises, starkly highlighting the gulf in earnings and by extension the value placed on these roles. Elevating public sector wages is not merely a matter of fairness, but a strategic investment in drawing and retaining the intellectual capital necessary for effective governance. Through these reforms, solidifying policy stability, leveling the electoral playing field, and making public service a more attractive career path, Western democracies can lay the groundwork for enduring economic stability and resilience. This blueprint not only calls for legislative action, but also for a civic awakening, a collective resolve to advocate for change that ensures the prosperity not just of the present, but of generations to come. Part 7. Revitalizing Democracy. A Three-Pronged Approach. Navigating the complexities of political reform is an endeavor fraught with challenges, yet it remains an indispensable undertaking. To usher in a new chapter of efficacious governance, three pivotal reforms emerge as critical. The initiative begins with recalibrating the tenure of political office, seeking a harmonious balance by extending terms while enforcing a cap on re-elections. Such a structure fosters a climate where leaders are incentivized towards long-term policy planning, anchored by a strong sense of accountability. 
the Mexican political landscape serves as a compelling testimony to the efficacy of this approach, where a single, non-renewable six-year presidential term has catalyzed an era marked by political stability and encouraging economic strides, distinguishing Mexico notably from its regional counterparts. Furthermore, the archetype of the ideal political candidate must evolve, placing a premium on tangible, real-world experience. A decline in representation from working-class backgrounds in the British House of Commons underscores a disconcerting trend towards a disconnect between policymakers and the populace they serve. Policies devised in the absence of first-hand understanding of the populace's economic tribulations risk perpetuating disparities, instituting minimum criteria for political candidacy that mandate substantial experience outside the political domain aims to cultivate a legislature that is both empathetic and informed, capable of governing with genuine insight into the challenges faced by their constituents. Lastly, reinforcing the cornerstone of democracy, voter participation, through the implementation of compulsory voting, emerges as a critical lever for enhancing political engagement. The electoral apathy observed in the United States with a mere 36% voter turnout in the 2014 November elections underscores a distressing disengagement. In contrast, nations like Australia, Singapore and Belgium, where electoral participation is enforced through fines, boast commendably high voter turnouts, surpassing 90% in Australia's case. This measure not only amplifies the electorate's voice, but also serves as a catalyst for more representative and dynamic policymaking. Together, these reforms, elongating terms of office with limitations, elevating standards for candidacy, and mandating voter participation, constitute a blueprint for revitalizing democracy. By fostering leaders who are accountable, experienced, and supported by an engaged electorate, we pave the way for a future where democratic principles not only persevere, but flourish. Final summary. The essence of healthy economic growth lies not just in the numbers it produces, but in the real-world benefits it delivers to society at large. From enhanced education opportunities and equitable wage structures, to the broader availability of healthcare and a narrowing of the income inequality gap, the fruits of long-term growth are manifold. However, a troubling trend is emerging in modern liberal democracies, marked by a penchant for protectionism and a predilection toward policies that prioritize short-term gains over sustainable development. This shift towards a more insular and myopic approach to governance threatens to derail the progress that has been painstakingly built over decades. The consequences of succumbing to the allure of quick fixes and nationalistic economic strategies are dire. Economic stagnation looms on the horizon, poised to reverse advances in living standards and usher in an era of diminished prosperity. At this critical juncture, the imperative to course correct cannot be overstated. Steering our democracies back onto the path of long-term, inclusive growth demands a collective commitment to resist the siren call of short-termism and protectionism. By fostering an environment that prioritizes sustainable economic policies and embraces the globalized nature of our interconnected world, we can ensure a future marked not by stagnation, but by thriving, equitable prosperity for all.
Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.